You gotta walk in it, walk in it, face the victory. You gotta walk in it, walk in it, face the victory. Hi, and welcome to the Faith and Victory podcast with me, Charlene. Today, we're talking disobedience, diversions, and drama. So I was standing in London Euston train station earlier this week and I heard the announcement that the next train to platform, and I can't actually remember the platform number, but the announcer went on to say is the 1826 to Birmingham via Northampton. Now given that I do this return journey quite often for work, I now know from experience that even if a train is going to Birmingham, there are still ones that you want to avoid. So there's the direct train that takes about an hour and a half, a few stops and you're in Birmingham. That's the one that I like to get on. Then there's the one that you can, uh, that involves a change. So you've got to get off, wait for another train and then make your way to Birmingham. And then finally, there's this direct train that is via Northampton, but it adds about an hour onto your journey. And so if you want to get to Birmingham quickly, the one via Northampton is not the one to get on. So as I watched the passengers moving around the train station, I was thinking to myself, no, don't do it. You don't want that one if you just want to get to Birmingham. And as I pondered this and watched them, the Holy Spirit nudged me to recall Jonah's journey to Nineveh. So today's episode, Disobedience, Divergence and Drama, is based on Jonah chapter one. And I'm going to encourage you to either have your Bibles, Um, to hand or please refer to the scriptures after listening to this podcast. So here in the opening verses in Jonah 1, we've seen it again, a direct instruction from God to Jonah. He tells him to get up, go to Nineveh, deliver a hard message to the city because he's seen their wickedness and he's not happy with what's going on. So the assignment's clear, where to go, who to go to, what to say. So watch Jonah's response. He gets up, but then he chooses to go in the opposite direction to Nineveh. He makes his way to Joppa. He jumps on a ship at Joppa that is en route to Tarshish. Now, I don't know if you've got one of those Bibles with maps in, or maybe you can do a search on the internet. Have a look at the distance between and the directions even more uh, more importantly of where Nineveh is and where Tarshish is. It's literally in the opposite direction. Now, the Bible says that Jonah went to Joppa in an attempt to escape the presence of God. And I know that doesn't sound that sensible, does it? But let's take it easy on brother Jonah, because I believe that sometimes we may have found ourselves in that same position where we're trying to hide from God or we we don't want to go to a place he's sending us and so we we choose to stay at home or go in the opposite direction just like Jonah did. You know, you're not attending your local church assembly because you know the, the preacher might say something that confirms what the Lord's told you to do or you don't hang around with those you know those group of friends that you know you get good counsel from because you know if you if you hang around with them they're likely to remind you of your assignment and so sometimes whether we realize it or not we are acting in a way that we think we can hide from God that if I if I stop at home it will go, it will stop God from speaking 
it doesn't work like that. It's a bit of, they've got a bit of a spoiler alert for us because our omnipresent God, he's exactly that. He's everywhere. We read in Psalm 139 and verses seven to eight, where David reminds us that there's no place that we can flee from the spirit of God. So whether we ascend to heaven or we make our beds in hell, our God is there and he can find us. There is no use running. There is no use in trying to hide. We're only wasting our time. But please note that as well as wasting our time, the scriptures really draw out for me that disobedience is not free. It's likely to cost you. And so in Jonah 1 verse 3, we see here that Jonah had to pay a fare to go to Tarshish. He had no business in Tarshish. That's money spent fair spent that he didn't need to do and isn't that I don't know is that our experience that sometimes we're on a, a diversion somewhere and it's likely to cause us to lose something that the Lord wanted us to retain and I'm not always talking about you know financial loss and feeling it in your pocket but what about loss of sleep peace of mind relationships are broken I don't know have you ever thought that you know what Charlene if you hadn't made and made that decision then x y and z would not have happened disobedience is costly so let's move on to verse four you know God just doesn't joke does he the Lord the Bible tells us that the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea Yes, it was the Lord that sent the wind and that the wind was so strong that that same ship that Jonah was on, the one that he boarded at Joppa en route to Tarshish, that same ship was about to break with how strong the wind was. And I think this is an opportunity for us to really think and consider that not all storms are sent by the enemy because I don't know if you like me, but you know, I'm the first to send out a rebuke and get my olive oil out. But in reading this scripture, it's a reminder to me, and I'm hoping it will be a reminder to you, that not every storm you find yourself in has been sent by the devil. We're wasting our time by rebuking and blaming and pointing the finger. And really, this is an opportunity for us to see if actually it's our actions or inaction that is causing this wind to blow. Is there anything that I've done, said? Am I in the right place for the torrential rain that I'm experiencing in my life at the moment? So in verse five, the Bible describes how the sailors begin to get scared. They start to pray to their gods and they throw out the ship's cargo overboard to lighten the ship and I want to come back to that in a moment but before I do have a look at where brother Jonah is Jonah is in the hold of the ship and he's having a nap like who's sleeping now is there a storm going on that you've not yet discerned is there a storm going on and you're resting when really you should be responding the sailors begin to panic. And we need to understand as well that our actions, 
or again our, our inactions, our failure to be obedient to what the Lord has for us and what he wants us to do can sadly have a negative impact on others. And it was this part really that inspired the, the title of today's episode, Disobedience, Diversions and Dramas, because our actions can cause heartache, can cause um, a period of uncomfortableness, can cause distress for others. And I know that's not necessarily a nice thing to think about because we think about ourselves, don't we? I'm not I'm not gonna go there and this is the impact on me, but I'll I'll live with it because it's better than doing what the Lord's asked me to do. Because let's face it, disobedience is just that. But we do try and justify it sometimes. You know, our disobedience might be fueled by fear, it might be fueled by our circumstances. I can't possibly go because I, I don't have what it takes to do what the Lord is telling me to do. But seldom will it just have an impact on us. And I think if we can think about that and consider that, that might help us when we're about to go in the opposite direction of what the Lord is saying. Well, Charlene, if you do that, is that going to affect someone else? So the, the, the sailors are scared, but they must be familiar with this journey because I, I'm assuming that their journey is usually smooth or maybe it's summer. <laughs> maybe there shouldn't be a storm, but they knew that this storm, they, they, they referred to it as an evil thing. They were like, who's caused this evil thing? So they cast lots and then Jonah is identified as the culprit. They then start to like quiz him up, like, who are you? Where do you come from? Why have you brought this evil thing around us? So then Jonah actually does answer them and he comes to himself, to be honest, in verse nine. And let's read that because he says, I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which made the sea and dry land. That's how he answers. That's his response. And sometimes we will get stopped on our diversions. And it might take others to ask us who we are and whose we are. Is that moment now? Is this a moment where you're thinking, wow, let me think about who am I? What do I stand for? Who am I representing? And I know we're probably thinking, you know, Jonah saying the God of heaven, which made sea and dry land. So why did you think you could escape? But again, sometimes in our disobedience, we're not always thinking straight. We're not always thinking bigger picture, are we? But God, in his mercy, he might be just giving us that opportunity today to really consider who we are and whose we are. So Jonah said in verse 12, you know what, throw me overboard because until you do that, and I'm paraphrasing, so please, please read for yourselves. He says in verse 12, you know what, just throw me overboard because I'm the cause of this. The sea will calm. And I don't know, even as though the, the sailors, they must have been good hearted because they threw the ship's cargo overboard. And I thought about this, I thought that could have been their livelihood that they were getting rid of. 
Do you know what I mean? And this is what I mean about the, the cost to others of our disobedience. The ship could have broken. We know what um, ships are like when water begins to come in. They could have lost their life. And I know that's extreme. And God forbid we will find out we don't find ourselves in a predicament like that. But it's this part of the scripture that really, really grabbed my attention. But the must, even after all of that, they still must have been good-hearted people because they still tried to sail the ship. And listeners, I just want to say, it doesn't really matter who your friends are, who your family is, your pastor's name, the politician in your area, none of them can help you. They could carry on sailing, but God had intervened. It was him that had sent the wind. They can't do battle with God and win. The only option was to throw Jonah overboard. And look, this episode isn't to condemn anyone. Because in all of this, the beauty of our God, the mercy that our God has towards us, the reasons why it was okay for them to throw Jonah overboard is because God had made provision the Bible says that it was God who prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah as he was thrown overboard. So you don't need to feel condemned about where you are today because I believe God in his mercy is giving us an opportunity to get back on track. You may be, you may have had the instruction and you're about to be disobedient. You might be at Joppa you might be causing a storm. You might be sleeping in the hold. I don't know where you are on this journey, but the Lord has given us an opportunity to, to make a U-turn. He wants to reroute us. And when he's rerouting us back to where he wants us to be, he's also making provision. I mean, just why wouldn't he serve a God like this? He's making provision. He can meet you where you're at. There's no place that you can run to and there's no place that you can hide. Our God can still speak to you wherever you're at. So I just pray that you've been blessed and encouraged by today's episode. You and I, we have an opportunity now in obedience to walk in faith and victory towards the task that the Lord has set before us. You don't need to take the 1826 via Northampton. You can go direct, you can jump on the 1840 and you'll get there in an hour and a half. It doesn't, your diversion will be costly and not only to you, but also to others. Let us consider these points as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for today's episode. I thank you for every listener that has tuned in. You know where each and every one of us are at on this journey. Father God, I pray in your mercy that you will meet us where we are. Father, I pray, God, that as you've made provision for us to get back on track, that we will no longer be disobedient, that we will not have a long list of reasons for justifying our actions but we will listen to you clearly. And it doesn't really matter, 
Father Lord God, what the end result will be. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're taking us to. It doesn't matter about what we're going to meet upon when we get there. But I pray in the name of Jesus that we will trust, Lord God, the journey and the path and the direction that you've set before us. God, I thank you for every listener today. And I pray, God, that you will have your will and your way in each and every one of us. As I tell you, thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. You gotta walk in it, walk